ان الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء وعلى اله واصحابه ومن والاه وبعد one of the inescapable realities of life is that there is no such thing as a free lunch so every lunch has to be paid for so this is the payment for this lunch that you have to listen to me for some time <laughs> i want to share with you a great secret of life and the secret of life is the issue of a criterion for decision making my day job is as a business consultant so i advise businesses family businesses companies and so on and so forth on profitability on business ideas on business success and so on and the key of that consulting is the ability to take decisions and the ability to take decisions depends on the criteria of decision making your decision is based on what so how do you define productivity how do you define profit uh, how do you define market share how do you define your customer how do you define point of sale and so on and so forth so depending on the criteria of decision making you take decisions and if you take good decisions you are successful so what is the criteria what is or what are the criteria for decision making in life because as we know allah subhanahu wa taala defined success and failure not in terms of this dunya alone but in terms of the final ending where allah subhanahu wa taala said wa man zuhziya anin nari wa udkhila aljannata faqad faz so the success as defined by allah jalla jalalu and success as in allah used the word faz so faus meaning final success after this success there is no further exam falah is success but that is success in exam after exam after exam so you have falah in one exam then you go to the next one and inshallah you are successful there then you go to the next one and so on and so on all your life what faus allah used the term fausul azim and so on is the final success after which there is no exam that's the khalas that's the end then there is only the reward of this success so allah said wa man zuhzi anin nari wa udkhila aljannata faqad faz the one who has been freed from the hell fire and who has been entered into jannah only that person faqad only that person is successful and successful in a permanent sense after that there is no exam he cannot fail he is free we ask allah subhanahu wa taala for this success for all of us inshallah so what is the criterion of that how is it that we can achieve that success because at the end of the day like you would say for anybody if somebody was in primary school and in primary school he passed the exam good result secondary school good result high school good result then he goes into his degree and he fails so all the good results of the primary school secondary school and so on are useless because degree exam you fail or you do the degree exam again very good results but post graduation you fail 
So if, the, if you fail something in between, end of the day, the only exam which counts is what? Which one? The last one. The last one. Nobody says, no, 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 but you know, it doesn't matter if he failed his degree. See, high school, he got such a good result. People will laugh in your face. Say, what is that? You are, you, are, you are coming here now for a job based on a degree. He's a doctor. He says, I'm based on your MBBS degree or your specialization. And you are telling me that you failed. And say, give me a job as a specialist, but I failed the exam. But look at my primary school or my secondary school results. You will laugh in his face. Nonsense you are saying. You know, it doesn't, doesn't work. Sir. So, even if you fail, even if you pass in the exam after exam, but if you fail the final test, then it is failure. It's not success. So, what is this final test? And the final test is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, the one who is freed from the fire and entered into Jannah. This is the final test. Whatever else happens before that is important naturally because each one you have to go. But that is not the final test. The final test is that one. Once you pass the final test, you are successful. And once you fail the final test, you are unsuccessful. Whatever else happened before that makes no difference. So this final test, what is the criterion? What is it that will assure us, inshallah, that we will pass this final test? And that criterion is only one. And that is the beauty of Islam. When you have complex criteria, the analysis becomes very complicated. The decision becomes very difficult. Because there are multiple criteria. This one, that one, that one. You know, we talk about three-dimensional models and we talk about... Because you are unable to simplify the criterion for success. That is why you have to work in... Two-dimensional models are not enough, so you work in three-dimensional models. How do you work in a three-dimensional model? You've got to write a computer program for that. You need machines, you need all kinds of things. But if you simplify your criteria, then decision-making becomes very easy. Complexity goes away, stress goes away, confusion goes away, depression goes away. Very simple. And Islam has the beauty of reducing everything finally to only one criteria. Now, there is nothing simpler than that. Just one single criterion. And what is that criterion? The rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu. One criterion only. What is it that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? No need to worry about anything else. Just one thing. What is it that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu? And in this one, there is a sub-criterion, which is, that when you are faced with a choice where we are not now talking about something that does not please Allah because that's the first uh, filter. What is it that pleases Allah? This is my criterion. So I've got two choices, one which does not please Allah and one which pleases Allah. So obviously the one that does not please Allah, I will reject it. So that filter is gone. So now I am at the place where something pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the things which please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are more than one. So we are not talking about haram, we are not talking about something that does not, we think things will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there are more than one. Now how do you choose? For that Allah gave us a criterion. We created death and we created life so that we can test to see which one of you will do the best of the deeds. Which is the best of the deed? The one that pleases Allah the most. Rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if that is the criterion, then the one which gets greater rida is the better choice. 
So now, if you reduce all of this to one criterion, what is it? That which pleases Allah the most. Now take this and apply it in our lives. Everyday, day-to-day lives. How I talk, how do I earn, what do I eat, where do I spend money, who are my friends, how do I spend my time, what do I read, what do I look at, what do I listen to. Take all and every single one of these things and before you do it, before you say it, before you go there, ask only one question which is, does this please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu? And if it pleases Him, is it something which pleases Him the most? So I get up in the morning for, for Fajr. Two choices, both of them are valid. I can pray at home or I can go to the masjid. If I pray at home, I do not become a kafir or a murtad. My salah is not thrown in my face. Salah is also acceptable. I pray, I am praying at home. But there is a better way which is to go to the masjid because there the salah is 27 times the reward. Allah pleases Allah more. So what must I do? Go to the masjid. Again, as we say, no-brainer. The, the beauty of a good criterion is it reduces the decision to a no-brainer. There is no need to think. Here is the decision. Pleases Allah the most, so I go to the masjid. And it's a simple example. And we can have any number of such examples. How do I, when I'm going to speak, what, what must I say? Multiple choices, all good, alhamdulillah. Which is the best? I'm getting married. Again, I'm getting married. I'm doing a, a nikah in the Islamic way. What, how must I do that? What is the best way of doing it? Which is, which is the thing that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most? My job, how I earn, where I spend, all of these, what is it that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most? The issue is to live thoughtfully, not to live thoughtlessly. And if you are living thoughtfully, then this is the decision criterion that I want to share with you. As I said, life is simple. Don't complicate it. Just ask yourself, does this please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If so, how much? Does it please Him the most? Or is it a lower end? Why is this important? Because shaitan has two ways of deceiving. One is shaitan deceives by leading you to sin. But people like you, inshallah, who will not commit an open sin, Shaitan leads you to an amal which has less value. It's a good deed, but it has less value. So again he is cutting your pockets. Unless, again he is harming you. you. Open haram you will not do. So he will not take you there. He will take you to something with less value. So you, high value, low value. And that is why you need the decision to say, no, 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 no. I will not do something which has Why should I do something with, with less value? I will pick something which has the highest value. Same criterion we apply in our lives, in our business and so on. As a businessman, if you buy something which is of less value, people will say you are a fool, you have, you have no sense. How do you do business like this? Same criterion to apply in our lives. And then inshaAllah al-Mustahan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we ask Allah to make us among those who are freed from the hellfire and entered into Jannah inshaAllah. Wa jazakallahu khairan wa salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.